everyone and welcome back to another episode of Muddling Through. It's a gorgeous sunny January day today, isn't it? I'm actually, like, the sun just makes me really excited for the spring. I know, me too. I am actually being quite blinded by this light. It is such a sunny day. Um, yeah, how has your week been? My week's been good. Um, a really quick week, actually. I felt like the days flew by. Like, I honestly mm. think that, because we recorded last Sunday, and I honestly feel like no time has passed in between. But it's been a good week. Nice to be back into a bit more of a routine. Are you still keeping up with your gymming and your sleeping? Sleeping, yeah. Being good at getting into bed at a reasonable time. And I didn't go to the gym, but I did running. So Yeah, Louis said you ran home from the office the other day. Okay. I know, I got such a fright. When I came out of my office late, like Charlotte's boyfriend was like, hello. I was like, hello. Like, what are you doing here? It was so bizarre. He was also running. He was like, do you want to come on my run club? I was like, absolutely fucking not. I can't oh make God, running worse. Oh my God, you should have joined then. No way. Why? It was three, like, it was Louis and two of his friends that would have been running fast and far and it was windy and it was rainy. I was like, I just want to run home. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. See, when he went out on that run, I was like, the weather today is disgusting with like yeah. horizontal windy rain and then he said he bumped into you and you were going on a run and I was like you guys are all so weird <laughs> yes I politely declined that offer but um yeah good nothing else to really report tried to be a bit more organized this week like I've been a bit more on top of things Sean was like we have been so on top of things this week I was like have we <laughs> I feel like we have like we've been a bit more proactive so that's good uh what about you I have stuck to my New Year's resolutions and I've not actually booked it yet, but I've decided that I'm going to go on holiday for a weekend. But yeah, I'm going to go home today and I'm going to book flights to Copenhagen. Slightly worried it's going to be really expensive when we get there. But as I said in the last podcast, we're just going to like spend less for the rest of the month. Yeah. Not think too much about the money and just like go and really fully try to enjoy it. And the flights are actually are really quite cheap which i think maybe gives you a slight false sense of security because you're like wow this place is really cheap and i actually it's so expensive isn't it yeah they might have been like copenhagen is extortionate Mm. but i think also it looks like a really pretty place to just walk around i think the same and i think there's always free things to do yeah it's like that i wonder if they have one of those um i can't remember what it's called you know the is it the the red umbrella no (laughs) why do they have a vna in copenhagen (laughs) there's a few is there? I'm trying to think if it's only in Dundee. London and no, there's one in London. Oh, I, I think there's that. other ones. Right, this is meant to sound really naive. Is the V&A something to do with the boat? No, that's a discovery. <laughs> <laughs> V&A is Victoria and Albert Museum. Museum. Why is there a big boat next to the V&A in Dundee? The discovery has been there for about a million <laughs> years. Oh my god! It always thought the V&A. They're so separate. No. Oh my god! I'm so confused. Okay, well, I'll let you know if there's a V&A in Copenhagen. I think I'm wrong. I'm so wrong. <laughs> but you're wrong about well, that. Well, I've been before and I said Tivoli was really fun and I don't think it's oh. too expensive to get in there. Yeah. So we shall see. But if anybody has been to Copenhagen and has any recommendations, I might have yes, a story. Yes, please let us know. Both, actually. Um, please let us know. Although, actually, I did hear one of the partners of my friend the other day was like, oh, you know, Copenhagen's like, she's like yeah, it's quite cheap. Like, it was only like £42 for a bottle of Prosecco. Oh, you bastard. I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> We're going to BYOB places. But I think as I have in my head, I'm like, I want to see as many things, but also, like, I'm not overly bothered about going to, like, super nice restaurants. I mean, I am yeah. such a foodie, and so are you, but you can definitely get good food. Yeah, I it. actually am more excited for the coffee there. Yeah. Because I really and love the pastries. all the, like, yeah, like, Scandinavian coffee. Yeah. Um, it is in Scandinavia, right? What? <laughs> 
Oh my god, help! I don't know anything. I think it is. <laughs> what do you mean by in Scandinavia? Scandinavia is a country. Is it? No. No, you just said, is it in I Scandinavia? It is in Scandinavia. I think the other countries in Scandinavia like Denmark and Norway and Sweden. Antonia, what's Copenhagen the capital of? Denmark. Right, okay, yeah, it is in Scandinavia. Yeah, it is, then. sorry. Oh, we need to delete that because that was really awful. No, it's fine. Sorry, our geography has always been terrible. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching red. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, very excited. Sticking to my New Year's resolution. Booking a holiday. I'm going to put some money aside. I'm just trying to spend less in February. And I am buzzing. I'm also just become very aware that I, we were very close together and I could feel the coffee on my breath. It's like, fine. I'm also I'm drinking stay. coffee. I can't smell it. Oh, it's so really. bad. Aside from that, right? I went for coffee this morning. Um, at a coffee shop and I'm starting to try and use my reusable cup mm. because recently I've been No, we're good at using the reusable no, cup. I've been really bad recently. Oh. I've been just like getting the wee uh, paper ones. Oh, no. And also, do you know what's quite annoying? At my work There's I get no takeaway coffees cup. quite a lot. But, but no, 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 we have recycling bins but a lot of the takeaway coffee cups now are, are not the green recyclable. ones. Vegware. No, 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 the vegware ones but I always go to put it in like the paper recycling mm. and I'm like that's not right because this is fidgeware. Do you not have a fidge recycling bin? No, we don't have a recycling bin at work. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's very good. You should You should put yeah. that in your... Well, we have an environmental committee, so maybe I'll like, put it to someone in the environmental yeah. committee and be like, we should get a food bin. But ideally, you just bring your own cup. So tell us about your cup. Yeah, so my I got my dad bought me... Uh, well, my mum and dad, like a... Sorry, like a Chili's coffee cup reusable thing. And I went to get my coffee this morning and then I put it in the car and I was driving and I completely forgot about it. And then I was on the phone to Antonia and then it'd been like 45 minutes and I was like, fuck, I forgot to drink my coffee. For you, men, because obviously coffee's like about four pounds these days. Um, went to drink it. It was still like piping hot. Like That is really so impressive. Hot, like almost too hot to drink. And I was like, that's insane. That's really good. It's so worth the money because chilies are not is, cheap. They're not cheap, but I would um, definitely recommend. I also reckon they're probably going to sale at some point during January. Good point. So I will. Um, I'll put a link to my cup on the stories uh, next week because I would. I would definitely recommend it. But anyway, let's get into the thick of the podcast. So yeah, what are we chatting about today? Yeah. So today we are talking about friendships and uh, we have uh, covered this topic before but we're doing it from a slightly different angle and I often feel like you know you spend a lot of time speaking about your relationships and all, all the kind of online discourses often about relationships rather than friendships so it doesn't get as much focus I think but we were chatting about it like me and Charlotte together over the Christmas period because obviously at that time you typically spend more time with your friends and um, there's way more kind of events and sociable things going on but also you see a lot of things that other people do on social media. So I think there's a lot of comparing yourself to others and like friendships that other people have, the things that they do with their friends, how many friends people seem like they Mm -hmm. have from their social media posts. You might think, you know, okay, I don't have as many friends or I don't have as many fun plans or all that kind of thing. So we were kind of chatting about that and like especially the influence that social media plays in that as well. So we just wanted to cover that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. For me, like over the Christmas period, I mean... I'm not saying I have an abundance of friends. I'm not saying that I don't have very many friends. Like, I'm very, like, I'm happy with the amount of friends I have. But a lot of my friends were, like, away. Like, you were away. Some mm. other friends were away. And everyone just felt really busy. And I actually feel like, for me, the kind of festive period felt a wee bit lonely, which was quite strange because usually I feel like it's always so busy. Especially, like, on New Year's, 
I didn't have any plans. So it's one of my best friend's birthdays, like always on New Year's, and she was away this year, and like everybody else's plans basically just like fell through. So like mm. none of the rest of us like really made any like comprehensive plans. And then I got so like worked up and like over sensitive about it, thinking, oh my gosh, I've not been invited to anything. Like, do I not have enough friends? Like everybody else has all these like grand plans, blah blah blah. But actually, like I had a really nice New Year's. Like me and Lou just like stayed in and we made like a really nice dinner. Um, and it was actually really nice and wholesome just the two of us but it's so easy to compare mm-hmm. yourself to people that are going out for like big lavish dinners or like just going out to a house party or going to a bar and I think it's like very important not to look at it that way because you not having plans on one day of the year is not a reflection on your friendships as a whole. No, not at all and I especially think at this stage because you're not as set in your specific friendship groups so like I've got my friends, you've got your friends but we've got our, our friends. friends yeah and then also obviously you have boyfriends and girlfriends so i think when you get to this age everyone kind of can like cipher off into like little extra groups which means that it's harder to necessarily have plans if everybody's all doing something else if that makes sense yeah yeah 100 yeah, so anyway we wanted to do this podcast with a bit of interaction from you guys you know we love a poll and it has been a while since we've done one and um, so charlotte kindly put up a few questions on the poll and we had quite a good number of responses which is good um, so the first kind of thing that me and Charlotte had spoken about together was whether we feel like our friendships have changed over the last few years um, and why and what they kind of look like now versus what they look like then. So we asked, do you feel like your friendships have changed over the last five years? And 95% of people said yes and only 5% of people said no. Um, and I was like thinking about this because I definitely feel like my friendships have changed but also they haven't changed. So like... I'd still say that my group of friends is the same as it was when I was at school. Plus, obviously, uni friends have come along. (laughs) (laughs) Added a few extras. Yeah, but the friendships within that bigger friendship group are not necessarily the same because, you know, like, we're not at school every day. We're not seeing each other all the time. We've not got exactly the same plans every weekend. So I do feel like the individual friendships within that larger friendship group have definitely changed um but I was listening to this on a podcast like recently and it said statistically you're in your friendship prime in your late teens and early 20s because that kind of makes sense that's when you're like going out the most what is a friendship prime that's just what I just made up but like you have your um like you peak no, because no, I don't think it's a negative. Maybe that prime was the wrong word. You have the most friends. Okay, yeah. Like, the biggest friendship groups yeah. at the, that age. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because, you know, you're going out all the time, you're partying, you are mm. at school, you're at uni, whatever, you're all in the same place. And then from there, it's basically downhill numbers-wise. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, downhill quality-wise. Yeah. But I, I do kind of think, like, when I think of the amount of people that I text on, like, a regular basis of my friends it's probably like four mm-hmm. and we used to have a really active group chat and we were speaking all the time and that's a really good way to obviously like keep up to date with like what yeah. everyone is doing and also like it's fun it's funny like you just get crappy chat in it but funny crappy chat yeah i agree we used to have a group chat and there was like 10 of us in it and i'm not joking I think the last time I posted in it was to be like Merry Christmas or like Happy New Year. Like it does, Same! Yeah, yeah. It, it does feel quite sad because that was the kind of thing we'd speak every single day in Ooh. that chat. But generally, I guess that was like when we were at school and it'd be like, what are you guys wearing at the weekend to this yeah. party? Like 
has everyone done their maths homework? I don't know, like random stuff like that. Or then, has everyone done I, don't, I don't know why I said that. I didn't even, I didn't even do maths past fourth year, so I don't know why I'm saying that. But like, do you know what I mean? Like general like school chat or like, I don't know, it sounds kind of bad, but like gossip about like- Yeah, about that something that's know. happened at the weekend. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, but then I guess when you go to uni, then you don't all know the same people or like, it's not mm-hmm. like everybody keeps in contact with other people from school. Mm-hmm. So you do kind of, disperse a bit which kind of makes sense like I feel like a lot of my friendships have changed not in a bad way some people I'm just like not really close with anymore some people kind of like for me I guess a few of my friendships changed even when I went into like a relationship which I've kind yeah. of, I think I've maybe said on the podcast before I kind of regret because I think I spent sorry like too much time with Louis at the beginning and then kind of ended up doing the opposite of that because I realised I spent way too much time with him yeah. and then I was like oh my god I don't want to lose my friends and then really clung on to my friends and then kind of neglected him and it was just like a whole big cycle but I feel like it's actually a lot easier than you think for your friendships to change and sometimes you don't notice that until you think like that's why we put in five years because mm-hmm. if I'd said oh do you think your friendships have changed in the last year I'd probably be like no mm-hmm. but if you look back that far mm-hmm. they have changed mm-hmm. So leading on from that, another question that we asked was, do you feel like your inner circle has gotten smaller as you've gotten older? And 86% of people said yes, and 14% of people said no. So obviously we both said that we think that our inner circles have gotten smaller, and obviously most of you do as well. And then following on from that, the next question was, if so, are you happy that this is the case? And interestingly, 78% of people said yes, and 22% of people said no. So I think that that's quite a positive like yeah, way to look at it. I think so. Because I think as you get older, you maybe move from, like as your priorities change and you, as I said, stop doing as many like group activities at the weekend, you then prioritise meeting up with the people that you really vibe with and get along with and spending much more one-on-one time, which I think then obviously contributes to your inner circle getting smaller. But sometimes I think when you're like, think about it from an overall perspective, you're like, why did I used to have this many amount of close mm-hmm. friends and now mm-hmm. I only have this many amount of close friends? And then you think, okay, am I not making enough effort with people? Am I not being sociable enough? When in reality, like, if that's what makes you happy and that's when you feel your best and that's like the best thing to do. That's such a me. I feel like I go very up and down with this. Like, my inner circle's definitely gotten smaller. And some days I feel so happy about that. And some days it actually makes me feel a bit shit. Yeah. Which is weird because, yeah, as you said, like, obviously, if you felt like you had so many more people around you, then you're a bit like, what have I done? What have I done wrong mm-hmm. that's meant that I have, quote unquote, less friends? Mm-hmm. But realistically, when I actually spend time with those people who I, I'm i going to put, like, in my inner circle, and, like, this is why I have an inner circle. Or there's some people that you obviously spend time with and you enjoy it, but they don't... I don't want to sound sham. They don't bring like as much like light to your life, yeah. and like I think it is very reflective of like who you spend lots of time with, and why you spend lots of time with them, and that's because they make you happy. Because mm-hmm. I I don't know like this is like such a random point, but sometimes I think about what would it be like if I were to have like a big thirtieth function, for example. Like if I were mm-hmm. to try and fill a function room. Oh my god, why is our next big birthday thirty? Yeah, I know. I was like, why have you just said that? And then I was like, oh my it's god, next it's one. your next big birthday yeah. is thirty. Um, if I were to say I weren't to add on like plus ones, yeah, or family, yeah, I probably wouldn't have a function room. I don't know if that's normal. Sorry, I, what? 
what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? You right. wouldn't have a function. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have enough people to fill it. You know, when oh, you were younger and you, like, I, I think you're the same, like, had quite a few house parties. Yeah. I'd be like, the, the, there's too Every many people dog, to invite. Yeah. Like, how am I going to bring this down to a number which is, like, appropriate trying to convince my mum and dad to let me have, like, 40 people in the house? Yeah. But there would actually be more than that that I would want to invite. And obviously, they're not all best, best friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't be able to find like 40 people now that are not my family or yeah, plus ones. Yeah, I know what you mean actually. So then I'm like, oh, I'm, I've, I've not got, I've not got any ties anymore. Uh-huh. I, I, that's a funny one because I always think about this in respect of a wedding. Gosh, we're really getting on. Yes, me too. Or like 30th. And I'm like, some days I'm like, oh my God, there'd be too many people I'd uh-huh. get really stressed. What on earth would I do? And like, I want too many bridesmaids and it would be a nightmare to try and meet mm-hmm. people and whatever. And then other days I'm like, no, I would love to just have like five people. Like I'd love like a really intimate, small group of people that I love and that like I know love me. And I think mm-hmm. that's such a nice way to do things. Like I know someone that got married recently and they had like a small wedding and there was like certain people that I'm like, oh, why is that person not invited? And then I was like, no, they've just had the people that they love. really love and that love them and that really yeah. want. And it looked like such like a wholesome mm-hmm. day and it just would be so like not stressful and... I don't know, there's something about that that I really like. So that's what I mean, that kind of ties back to the kind of having a really small inner circle. There's something about that that's so appealing mm-hmm. and that you should feel really amazing about it if you feel like you've got an inner circle and you've got like a good quality group of friends, like quality over kind of quantity vibes. But like I also understand it, why that can sometimes make people feel a bit like sad. Yeah, feel like you've not got enough people around you. But actually the wedding is a good example because if you were to think about who you'd want to have at the bit like after the church and therefore who you have to pay for oh my god then you really think about about who who you want to have because obviously you don't want to pay like what is it like 50 pounds a head or more i I think it's more than that oh it's hideous i don't know we should speak tomorrow yeah (laughs) (laughs) then you really work out who you actually want to spend time with who you're gonna whittle whittle down swipe off the list we also had a couple of people message their responses um and one of my friends said yes and no about whether she's happy that this is the case. She says she feels a lot closer to people, but she misses seeing friends as often as school days, which I think is like, I guess, the crux of why we are like, oh, split between the two. And somebody else said neutral, which again, I think is probably reflective of our position, which is one day we feel a certain way and another day we feel another way. But we think that the main thing is obviously not to focus on numbers or quantity but the quality of your friendships and also I think if you're an introverted person you're probably happier with closer friendships in a smaller group and if you're an extroverted person you probably are happier to have a larger group and be a bit more like thinly spread mm-hmm. if you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we're both quite introverted I would say introverted extroverts yeah which yeah. is why we're in the middle yeah which is, yeah that makes sense um but I heard this quote, and apparently this is a really well-known quote, but I'd never heard it before, but if you are not losing friends, then you're not growing up or developing. Because I suppose if you've got exactly the same friends your whole life, then you're not changing as a person. No, and also it means that they're not changing as people either. So true. Yeah. So true. So I think that's that's like a nice way to round it off. So another question that we asked on the poll was, do you find that it's been harder to make friends as you've gotten older? Now, the results of this one quite surprised me because I actually thought more people would have said yes, they found it harder mm. because personally, I feel like I find it quite tricky. But um, 60% of people said yes and 40% of people said no, which is interesting. I feel like maybe at uni, it was 
easier because you're in halls and you're like around people all the time I feel like as you start to get like a job or you like move to a different city or whatever like I'm I would say I'm a sociable person but I'm not one of these people that can like go into a bar and like just strike up a conversation and make friends like I have friends that I'm actually quite jealous of I actually put no one <laughs> and I was looking at who it was and I was like I know that you guys all have loads of friends that you've just met on like nights out or you've just been able to like really vibe with like a lot of people at work like for example I've made some like really really good like special that sounds a bit weird like friends like at some work special special friends <laughs> at work and I feel like very grateful that obviously get on with people like really well and stuff but I definitely would say that as I've gotten older it's been a lot harder to like make meaningful connections and like find people that you like properly really vibe with and I feel like that's something that is not spoken about enough mm-hmm. for me anyway like I follow this girl on Instagram called Lauren Candy um she's like a what, like a fashion influencer I guess like she posts pictures of her outfits and stuff and she always has like really cute outfits on and she put a story up I think it was a couple of months ago now about how she'd broken up with her boyfriend and how she was like really struggling I think she must have like spent quite a lot of time with him and stuff because she's not the kind of girl that has like a really big group of friends like I feel like for me and Antonia we always had quite big like we had a group of friends at school that was like more than like five people whereas a lot of people don't actually mm-hmm. have that and I think that then obviously will get worse as you get older not worse but like obviously people Smaller, drop off yeah so your circle can become really small and I think it was kind of like really brave of her to bring this awareness to her followers because she kind of had been like oh you look at my posts every day and like I'm obviously wearing like going out outfits and like putting on nice makeup and like most of the time I'll like put on fancy clothes and then just be like sitting in my room or like chilling with my parents and she said actually like back to kind of the new year point she like put this like reel up of like five different outfits to wear on new year and then she was like yeah I sat in my pajamas and spent new year with my parents and my sister and that's like all I did and I just think like I think I feel like I've said this so many times recently Instagram isn't a true reflection of somebody's life for example and I think that if you don't have a lot of friends you shouldn't feel like that's a reflection on you that's just sometimes circumstantial and she actually made this page on Facebook after she broke up with her boyfriend I think it was more of like a kind of like girls who've just broken up friendship vibes page but also just for like people to just like meet each other and make friends and you know like find people that they vibe with and that they have similarities to and stuff and I feel like that's like a really nice thing I can't remember what it's called right now but I will obviously share it when I find it um just like if you're feeling lonely like there are ways that you can make friends through social media and I feel like that obviously we speak about sometimes it being such a negative thing but I also do think that it can be such a positive thing especially as we are obviously getting older and it can be harder to make friends yeah I really like that when you told me the other week I was like that's really raw of heart because mm-hmm. as you say it's so easy to portray yourself in a certain way on social media but that was just it's very authentic and I really like that and I think that will have resonated with a lot of people and in the same way to be honest as people say it's difficult to find like a romantic relationship especially like if you're not going out every weekend and you know you're just kind of working and like going home and you find it difficult to meet people it's the same for friendships like how are how are you supposed to put yourself out there and I do find that quite hard as well like I think the only way that since leaving uni that I've made any have I made (laughs) have I work friends I'm not really. I don't think this is what I mean. Like I compare myself to a lot of my other friends who do go out like a lot of the weekends and stuff and have like an abundance of like new pals and then I'm like, oh my god, I don't know these new pals, like am I gonna be left to the side? And it's like it's not like that. It's just I find it 
harder than them as yeah. I've gotten older to make friends. And that's not me saying I'm unhappy with my current friends. I'm, I'm more than happy. I love all my friends. But it's not a walk in the park for everyone. And I think it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. But I think what I was going to say is the, the, t- the only time that I've made connections is through current friends which is good because then you know if they're your friend and you're probably gonna yeah. like them as well but it is hard to put yourself out there and I am impressed by like the friends that you have that are able to like make that first move it's like dating yeah. it really is like dating yeah, it's like dating and also I think it's like I feel like that's something I actually would quite like to do a bit more in 20 yeah. while I'm being a yes man yes um in 2023 is to like I was going to say give people a chance. That's a bit weird. You have you a chance to have be my friend. 30 seconds to impress me and then I'll maybe consider you as a friend. But, um, yeah, it's to kind of make a bit more effort with, like, some people that I'm like, oh, actually, they could could be my kind of, like, my kind of person and then I just don't put the effort into it because I'm a lazy bugger. But I'll maybe um, add that to my kind of list of things I want to do this year. And the final question that we asked on the poll is, do you ever feel like you compare yourself to your friends? And this is probably the biggest split. So 80% of people said yes, and 20% of people said no. And I was like, I definitely do compare myself to my friends. And Charlotte was like, do you? And then I was like, maybe I don't. Because I definitely compare myself to people in general. But I actually don't know if I necessarily do with my friends. I think the only thing, which is what I spoke on the podcast last time is sometimes I get a bit jealous of like some of my friends who have been traveling or have like moved Mm. away I think I'm quite bad for this actually which is weird because I actually think the way I do it is like a bit unhealthy because like I don't see myself as a jealous person but I can get really envious of Mm. my friends or like this is quite similar to what you said if if I feel like somebody's doing something more interesting in their life and they speak about it a lot, right? This mm-hmm. is actually sounds so bad. I am always interested and I love to support my friends and I love to hear what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. But I can get a bit like, bitch, shut up. Like, <laughs> my life, like, especially if I'm feeling a bit crap in my own life. Yeah. I'm a bit like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. Or I even compare myself to like my friends, like looks wise, like Instagram wise, like it's really bad. But the thing with me is, as well is I'd never tell them this to their face. So it's very like... Kind of, I was gonna say pet up anger. Pet up. I'm not angry. <laughs> Let's just clarify. I'm not angry, but no, I definitely compare myself to my friends. And I also I read this thing a while ago that actually said that females are generally more competitive than males, and it's something that you maybe mm. don't realize as much. But I often like in my head, I'm like, there's like a co- there's sometimes just like a wee bit of competition. Healthy, I mean healthy competition. Healthy competition. <laughs> Trying to turn this around, <laughs> but yeah, no, I can, I definitely can feel like that. Like. It sounds so stupid, but, like, even tonight, like, I'm going out with my friends this evening, and they all wear, like, I think the dress code might be, like, heels and stuff, and I'm, I'm literally, I don't know, Batman, I can't Unable. wear heels. I'm, like, oh, but I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I, I need to wear heels so I can, like... Be com- in the... Not compete, that sounds ridiculous. Be in like, the mix. Be in the mix, you know, like, I, I don't want to compare, like, my look to, like, their look, but actually, I've decided I think I'm just going to wear my Doc Martens, because... Good for you. That's... That's me. That's who I am. And I shouldn't be comparing myself to my friends because I love my friends. And I I actually do think I am a very good supporter of my friends, mm-hmm. in all fairness. Like, I say, obviously, I do get a bit jealous and stuff, but I don't think that's... It's not unnatural. It's unnatural. Common. Yeah. Yeah. I think the reason why I maybe don't so much with friends is because, say, for example, someone on social media or someone that you don't really know of but just hear things of, you only know like the things that are going surface well level. in their life surface mm-hmm. also whereas with your friends like you know that they're they've also got 
like things not going great in their life or like personal issues or whatever so yeah. you get a much more full picture which is how I think I'm like okay well nobody's got it easy even if it looks like oh no that. Do you know what I mean? yeah I totally agree with you I also think kind of deviating from that point slightly I'm also sometimes quite bad I'm coming across terribly <laughs> right now oh my god I'm quite bad at comparing my friends friendships to each other sometimes so like obviously every friendship is like special in their own right and every friendship is different but sometimes I'll like look at one of my friends friendships with someone else yeah like, is that better than our friendship oh i do that i definitely do that actually and i'm like oh why are they kind of closer with that person than they are with me but actually i might be like closer with another person than they are with me yeah. so it kind of like works a lot of different ways and i think that's also something to be conscious of is that like when you feel like that just focus on your friendship as like a two because realistically that's what's going to make you feel good there's no point in like spending time with your friend and thinking oh they're closer with that person like that doesn't make sense so yeah i i I definitely compare my friendships i do feel kind of like as you said i know that not my friends like don't have it easy and i know that there's like trials and tribulations in like everybody's lives so i shouldn't actually i should look at the highlights reels of like my pals and be like why am i not like that Mm -hmm. like they're supposed to be your friend so that's something that I definitely feel like I need to maybe work on a bit more, but also just obviously wanted to say that if you compare yourself quite badly to your friends, I'm in the same boat, so like don't worry about it. And one final wee section that I wanted to speak about um, is actually about male friendships. Okay. And obviously our listener base is primarily female, but I thought it was really interesting when I heard it, and I do think there's some parallels between male and female friendships. But I was listening to a podcast... It must have been like a month or so ago and I really can't remember what podcast it is and it's really annoying me. I tried to find it earlier. But um, author Max Dickens, who wrote Billy No Mates, um, was on the podcast and I just thought some of the things that he said was really interesting. So it's basically a book about him realising that he doesn't have any friends and how common that is as a male. And he says that he realised this when he got engaged to his now wife and she was like oh who are you gonna have as your best man and he was like oh and he went home and he went to like write a list and he was like okay like the people that I've written down I've either not spoken to properly like spent time with properly in like Mm -hmm. two or three years or they're people from work who I actually don't have any meaningful relationship outside of work and don't socialize with outside of work and he was like oh my god like what's happened to my friends my friends yeah because he was like I you know, I think I'm quite a nice person. I'm not really someone that you would typically expect to not have any friends. But then he was talking about all the kind of, like, interactions you have as a couple. And there was, like, a few points that he raised which I thought were quite interesting. And I was also maybe a bit sick to compare the stuff that he's saying to Sean's friendships. <laughs> but I was like, it, a lot of the stuff, like, really resonated. So he was like, often when you come into a long-term relationship, um, this is... M- like stereotypical like not everybody's relationship is going to be like this but I genuinely do think it is quite representative so like the women in the relationship or if it's the same sex it'll probably be one rather than the other mm-hmm. becomes like the he called it the HR department oh yes I like yeah. that so organizer the organizer so books everything like buys all the presents basically schedules the whole life and then the guy kind of just goes along with Swats it in. which is 100% mean Sean's relationship like Mm -hmm. he doesn't even bother to put in our our things into his own calendar like he just relies on mine he goes to me at the beginning of the week what are we doing this week like what are we doing this weekend like I plan and then what happens with that is that I then make plans obviously with 
your with my friends, friends and like their partners. yeah so yeah. then he obviously is now really close with, like with my friends boyfriends which is so lovely mm-hmm. but we definitely don't spend as much time with his friends and yeah. like his friends partners i totally agree with you actually like yeah me and louis hang out with all my friends partners and like he's got loads of his own friends and like mm-hmm. they're all lovely and stuff but he would never think to organize something yeah. with like one of his friends and their girlfriends or whatever so we just don't do that which actually i think sometimes is a shame because i'm like i would like to get to know your friends mm-hmm. girlfriends i know and there has like there has we obviously do do things with like sean's friends as well but even a few of the times that we have it's been me and the girlfriend talking about organizing it, it. organizing yeah it. which then is like obviously really nice because you build strong friendships but like when you break up like what's gonna happen to there like i do think boys band when you break up when, if you break up if you break up you know, in general to a relationship like that like it can be difficult um, which is the same for girls as well if you isolate yourself like a bit more but I just thought that was like quite an interesting point and another term that which he used which I quite liked was he says that the woman is also often he called it the kin keeper what so, earth does that mean so, so like I kind of already mentioned it in the HR department which was maybe crossing over a bit but like the person that remembers all the birthdays like make sure to you know like message that uncle after they've had that operation or whatever and me and uh, my cousins speak about this quite a lot in terms of like present buying like I will always be like like Sean what are we getting your dad yeah what are we getting your mum like I don't think he would ever ask me like what shall we get your mum yeah yeah Yeah. or like if his friend is like moving into a flat unless you're doing like a group thing I'll be like okay like what are you bringing or like whatever it's these small acts that work to maintain and like build on a relationship. Because I think the actual definition is um, the term kinkeeper refers to individuals who are responsible for initiating, solidifying, and maintaining family contact and friends. Family contact and friendships. But I was also thinking about this definition and role in the context of female friendships. And I definitely think like within a group of friends, there's always like one or two kin keepers mm. of the friendship group and there's some people that kind of take a bit more of like a backward step role <laughs> backward step <laughs> yeah take a take a back seat yeah that was a few few terms in one um like for example at new year one of my friends she's away traveling and she's definitely like the kin keeper of the group the she blue, yeah, yeah like yeah. she brings everybody together always is like okay what are we doing for this what are the plans for this like make mm-hmm. sure that everybody knows their role everybody's doing their job like you know, not really, literally speaking, but... You do this, you do that, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, she's the oil that kind of, like, keeps she's everyone moving. Yeah. She's also the HR department. She's also the HR department. And she's in different countries, so obviously wasn't doing New Year, and everyone was just like, God, like, what are we, what do? are we doing? Didn't really, like, there was a few messages here and there about it, and I was, like, speaking to one of my other friends about it, and we're like, we're so lost, like, without her. So we had yeah. to then be our own kind of kin keepers and, like, come together. <laughs> but... I think without a kinkeeper in like a group of friends and sometimes that group of friends kind of disperses a bit more so you have to be a bit more proactive yourself. Like I kind of saw that in, in action in the same way that it is with a relationship. I just thought it was kind of... Yeah, that uh, is interesting. I actually feel like, for me, I go through peace and troughs of being like really mm-hmm. on it with like organising things with friends and mm-hmm. then like taking such a back seat of being so yeah. shit. And I feel like actually coming into this year, I'd quite like to have like a bit more consistency with that kind of like what we were saying last week about yeah organizing plans even a month in advance so you and know we did always gonna yes we did 
so you're always gonna like know when you're like next seeing someone I feel like that's quite important to like keep your friendships strong because sometimes it's really easy when you're busy to like let things slip and then you're like oh my god I haven't seen one of my best friends in like four months which is actually quite a long time um, and I mean life's busy so sometimes that just happens but I think that's something that sorry this is kind of turning into a bit New Year'sy but that's something that I definitely want to take forward in like this year is to really kind of nourish my friendships water them be your own kinkeeper we all have to be our own oh kinkeepers. yes um, so yeah I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode yeah so we just wanted to say thank you to all our friends we love you we love you for loving our podcast <laughs> and we're excited to be back next week, uh, two weeks, with a very special guest. So stay tuned. Ciao. Bye. Woo.